Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generation's 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and I am excited. We are moving on to step number six, which is present moment. So we are all going to be present for the next 30 minutes here with you. And tonight is introduction night, which means anything goes. Um, and, t- and so before we get started, let me introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm presently sitting in my most comfortable chair with my nice warm blanket, just ready to have a great discussion. <laughs> awesome. And I hope that you're not too snuggly because we don't want you falling asleep. <laughs> I promise I won't fall asleep. All right, sounds good. And we are super excited to have our guest coach on tonight that we have. She has been on the show several times, and we always love it when she comes back. Please welcome Sylvia McIntosh. Well, hello, and thank you for having me back. Always a joy to be here and talk with you, too. (laughs) We love having you. So, Let's start things off. How about you tell, remind our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get to it. And uh, my first question is, what does present moment mean to you? Present moment means paying attention to what I am doing fully. And one of the things I became aware of this week as I was doing a little research and review of the study on present moment is that my tendency not to be present actually stems from like junior high school. I had to Mm -hmm. go somewhere regularly. I didn't want to be. And somebody said, well, you don't have to listen to the program. Use that time and just imagine you're wherever you want to be. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I do. I just automatically go, somewhere else (laughs) and so that revelation is really helpful to me that that present moment is as much a choice as my escapist stories have actually they started as a choice they've become a habit but they started as a choice so I can see differently now that's Hmm. big yeah I I don't know if I have a moment like that where someone told me, uh, just imagine you're somewhere else. But I've always had a very, uh, a very vivid imagination. So I can, I can definitely live somewhere else um, in any given moment, um, which has caused <laughs> me issues as well um, with not living in the present. I tend to. Um, live in the future um, when things will be magically better and um, I magically show up as who I want to and do what I want to and I'm making the money I want to and I'm traveling where I want to. It's such a fabulous place to live. 
But when I'm not living in the present moment, am I really ever going to make that fabulous place happen? Not really. So, yeah, I love that. Terry? Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm just kind of pondering this whole concept of being able to put yourself in a given moment. Um, I'm thinking for some people that may be the only way that they can survive. I'm just kind of, you know, thinking about that. Why, why would someone do that, uh, create a more pleasant place to be? It might be a... It might be a proactive behavior for some people who are in really difficult situations. I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking about that now when you're talking about that. But for me, living in the present moment is is being awake and aware and a place where I can make choices. And I think rather than living in the future for me, I have let the past uh, rule a lot of the decisions that I've made in my life. Sometimes excuses for things that occurred in the past that I used to make excuses for why I'm not in the present moment or why I'm choosing what I'm choosing or why I'm acting the way I'm acting or saying what I'm saying. I'll use the past as an excuse. Um, I don't really go uh, into the future that that often in my thought processes. It's more like when I'm making a choice today, my fear tends to take me back to the past of uh, why I, that's not a good choice or why I can't do that or why I, I'm not capable of that or whatever it is that I'm telling myself that's uh, keeping me stuck. So being in the mm-hmm. present moment to me means not reliving the past, letting it go, giving honor to what I've learned from my past, but then making my decisions today in the present moment and having goals for the future, knowing that the choices I make today will affect um, the, will affect what happens in the, tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So always keeping an eye towards what I want, yet making those choices based upon today, the present time, not pulling in the past and having that keep me from making progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, all decisions are made in the present moment, regardless if we're living there or not. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, for sure. And, and that's how we can kind of get into situations and we ask ourselves, how did we get here? It's because we weren't being mindful of the present moment in which we were making those decisions. Um, and so once we become aware then we're like, hey, how did I get here? Um, so it's important that we that we are awake and aware of what it is that we're choosing, because um, we're always we're always saying yes or we're always saying no to something. So what are we saying yes to? Are we saying yes to our dreams, who we want to be, the things that we want to make happen for ourselves? Or are we saying no to those things? Um, because we're stuck in the past or um, we're fretting about the future. So when we're living in that present moment, then we can make those choices intentionally and 
start to actually make that future what we want it to be instead of it just Mm -hmm. um, happening to us. Yeah, something I'd like to add, um, since you mentioned saying yes or saying no and not doing it consciously, uh, I think present moment can also really support us in saying no when we truly want to say no. Uh, Sometimes in the present moment, someone that we dearly love or somehow respect or maybe have always wanted to work with asks us to do something and maybe we're not really 100% into that project, but they're right there and we don't want to hurt their feelings or offend anybody or lose the opportunity. And so we get caught up in these other stories rather than staying in the present moment, truly listening to what is being asked of us. And then being able to give either a powerful yes, absolutely, I would love to be a part of this. This aligns with what I believe and where I'm interested in spending my time. Or no, that's a great opportunity. I wish you well. It's not something that I would like to be an active part of, but I'm so honored that you asked me. Or even if it's, that's a really great opportunity let me get back to you tomorrow or in a couple of days. Let me think about it a little bit because I don't want to commit to more than I can actually follow through on. And I think present moment is a really powerful way to keep the being swept away with people pleasing or fear of lost opportunities. Mm. Yeah, so true. So true. I am one of those where I just automatically want to say yes. Or if it's my kid asking me for something, I just want to automatically say no. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that when – I'm glad someone thinks I'm funny. I think that when we can really um, stay in that present moment and not get lost in those stories, as you were saying, Sylvia – that can be a really powerful thing to give us that time to pause, to give us that time to think in that present moment and not feel like we have to make every decision right now. Um, mm-hmm. But that can give ourselves time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry? Yeah. I, I, I'm just really thinking while you guys are talking about how do I stay, how do I stay in the present moment? You know, how am I, what am I doing to keep myself focused on, on the present moment? Because I can easily kind of just fade into a half a day and not do anything, you know, and just uh, kind of ignore the fact that I'm, I'm making a choice I don't know. I'm just, I'm really thinking about this and, and how I can keep myself uh, focused because that's kind of my, I don't want to say just the word for the year, but it's kind of the state of being that I want to practice this year is is being focused and making conscious choices and decisions in the present moment, you know, and being able to see the consequences of those in order, honestly, to have personal responsibility for my forward movement. I see myself kind of just li- kind of lingering at times and and uh so I'm just questioning is that is that because I'm I'm unable to make choices 
Am I avoiding making choices? Am I purposely just not, you know, not being focused? I, I'm just thinking out loud now, but um, you guys can help me with this. It's um, a concept of, of this the state of being where I want to be focused. I know what I want uh, to do. I know where I want to be. There are certain things I would like to get done, uh, you know, in, in this year. And I find myself lingering, I guess that's the word, just not not making choices. I mean, that's making a choice, I know. But not yeah. being focused on, on the whole thing. So I don't, I'm just kind of uh, looking for some insight from, from the two of you on uh, you know what how do, what does that have to do with present moment and being willing to focus on those things that i i think i want you know the things that i've written down as my wants for this year to focus on mhm well, well i have two I'm, thoughts go ahead Sylvia. go ahead Kelly. no you first <laughs> okay i have two thoughts one is if we think about one of Rhonda Britton's suggestions to people for whom their um, their wheel of fear is incompetence, and so they're always trying super, super hard to make sure everything is perfect or the ordinary triggers, is to function at 80%, which for them is a challenge. But the idea is that you are allowing downtime. You are allowing imperfection and you are allowing thought that it's not a constant being driven to excel and get it all done and get it all done now. And the other thought, which is kind of similar, actually comes from somatic experiencing, which is a specific um, method to help deal with trauma. And one of the meditation techniques that uh, a friend of mine who is a somatic experience counselor has suggested for me is that when I meditate, that I don't have a goal. I don't have to clear my mind. I don't have to be quiet. She said, just set a timer and sit, pay attention to what wanders through my mind. I don't have to shut anything out. I don't have to judge anything. Oh, I shouldn't be doing that right now. Just sit and see what comes up. And I have found this to be terribly freeing because one of the things that is is important for me is to get things done. And I really love the process of beginning, middle, and end, especially end, because I like to wrap it up before I start the next thing. And so this process of no goal, no task, what's wandering through is powerful for me because it gives me permission. One of the things that comes up is, is I'm just watching what thoughts kind of wander through is sometimes it helps me sort out the things that are on my list. Yeah, I should do that. That if I truly felt I could do anything I wanted whenever I wanted, I wouldn't be on my list. I don't care whether mm-hmm. that gets done or not. Other people think I should do it. Or other people do it well, and so I should be good at it. But when I give myself time and I allow that wandering, I may discover 
maybe I don't care about that. So maybe there's a way I can either find someone else to do it or find some other way to either move it off my plate or do it differently with a different outcome. Instead of it being, I will go through all these things and sort them out. I don't really care where they go. I'm just going to send them off and someone else can sort through them. Hmm. What I really care about is that they're not here. I don't care where they go. I don't. So why would I pour a whole bunch of time into they should go here and they should go there and I should try to sell this and it should be worth this much money and all this research. I don't really care. I just don't want them here. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. you need that drifting time period. Well, I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm, I hear what you're saying. The, the lingering, perhaps it's just gotten to be I don't know, too long, <laughs> and uh, and, it's, and maybe I can, like you said, set a timer to just be, uh, because I can't clear my mind. I mean, when I when I think about meditating where I don't think about anything, that's impossible for me. I do have exactly. an incompetent trigger. You know, I have an incompetent trigger, and I'm a recovering perfectionist. So, um, you know, those things of checking off the list, making everything perfect, it will never go away. It's an addiction, but I. I can be aware of it and I can be in the present moment and, 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 uh, you know, navigate that because I'm aware, Mm -hmm. but, um, so, so maybe I set an hour and I, and that's, and then at the end of the hour, I go back to my list and maybe like you said, some things will have changed because I've given myself that time to, to linger or whatever you want to call it. And, um, Mm -hmm. that might, uh, might help me then to, be more patient with myself, more kind to myself, and maybe more more um, discernment in what I've set myself to do. Mm-hmm. Is that that's what I heard you say? <laughs> yes, and the only only thing I would add to that is that one of the things that Barry said to me. Her name is Barry Dilly. She's in Athens, Ohio. Um, she said, "You don't. It's, I'm not telling you to clear your mind. I'm not telling you to meditate on yeah. this or that." You don't have to clear your mind. Just set a timer and sit for 15 minutes and simply yeah. watch what comes and goes. Yeah. No, so, I yeah, like I that. understand it's hard to clear your mind. So if that's not the goal, no, I don't you want don't to clear to my clear mind. mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. really want to. <laughs> so just, just see what comes through. And then yeah. pay attention yeah. to how you feel. When this thought mm-hmm. comes through, does it make you tense up or are you relaxed? Does it make you happy mm-hmm. or does it bring you down? Just Paying yeah. attention, not judging, not starting or stopping, just, oh, here's something new. Now how do I feel? Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. like that. Yeah, that's a great tool. Because mm-hmm. I have not found a lot of conventional meditation techniques to work. Maybe the first couple times I go through a guided meditation, it's helpful. But after that, I know what's coming next, and pretty soon I'm somewhere else. Yeah. But with with this meditation, which is unguided and has no goal, I actually have found I can sit there comfortably for 15 minutes. I'm not just waiting for this to end so I can get up and do something. I'm okay because mm-hmm. I also know it's only 15 minutes. I can do that. 
Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking 15 great. minutes of sitting still, I might fall asleep. But <laughs> I think that that's what I tell myself so that I don't do it, right? Like I love that you say that you can now you can sit down and you can do it and you're not thinking when is the time you're going to go off, I just want to get up and do something else. So uh-huh. um, that's encouraging. Um, yep. Terry, when you were talking before, what came up for me was clarity. It sounded like you you're needing some clarity on what what you want to do with these things that you're thinking about and what the what you want to do with these things that you want to accomplish. Um, how you're going to accomplish them? Who you're going to ask for support? Like it feels like. There's some, there's still some unknowns, um, and so that could be what is holding you up from taking action. Um, so maybe, you know, thinking of those baby steps. You love your baby steps, so thinking of what those baby steps are that can start transitioning you from lingering to taking some small action. Mhm. Well, I know uh, the other day I was listening to uh, a call from Rhonda about uh, wanting versus wishing. No, not wishing. Uh, wanting versus willing. Yeah. And uh, she did the exercise where you write down, you know, several things that you want, and then you write down five. Uh, you know, reasons why you want that and you just go deeper and deeper until you drill down to why you really want that thing. And I I did that, uh, which was somewhat helpful, but I think I might try to do that a bit more with some other wants uh, that I had written down to really get to that. What is that core? And that might bring clarity. What is that core reason that I want that? So say mm-hmm. it's that I want you know, I want, um, you know, to make $100,000 in my business. Well, why do you want that? Well, blah, 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 you know, you say something. Well, why do you want that? And just keep going down until you get to the reason that you want that. And when you get to that core reason, it may not be the $100,000 that would get you there. You have that clarity of how you might get there, uh, you know, and how mm-hmm. that, the money wasn't really what you wanted. What you wanted was something else that you thought, Maybe that money would give you. I don't know. But it was, uh, I think that's a great exercise. And I, I know I've done it before, but it's been a long time ago that I even thought about doing it. So I, I think I'm going to do that uh, that exercise with with different areas of my life. Because yeah. I'm getting to the point where where I, you know, I want to want to work. I want to continue to be on the city council. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, there's so many things I want to do. Well, why, you know, why? So I'm going to read, and that might be what you're saying. Clarity would bring clarity. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we hesitate, there's usually some kind of unknown involved, right? There's some fear. Um, So if it's something that even 
even stepping out of your comfort zone into the stretch zone, there's a layer of fear you have to go through. Um, sure. So it can be something. It can be something that we've done before. It doesn't have to be something that's completely unknown and in the risk zone. Um, there could be aspects of it known, and it's you still there's still layers of fear, and so, um, you know, getting clarity around what that is, getting clarity around the baby steps, getting a clearer picture of of what lies before you, then you have a clear choice to make. Um, you know, well, I, I want to thank both of you. Yeah, I want to thank both of you for um, this was the, the coaching session for Terry Sayre tonight. Um, I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate your input because I've really kind of been struggling with uh, – was sitting here in my chair where I am tonight and, and just sitting here and, and really not feeling like I'm making progress, but now I can see some ways I can utilize this time, maybe put a, a bear, you know, some kind of a barrier around how much time it is and just let my mind wander and see what comes up and then take what my wants or my new ideas and drill down to what I really want. Yeah. Sounds like you got a clear plan. Yeah, yeah. thank you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are almost out of time. Ah, it goes by so quickly. Yeah. So, Sylvia, we thank you so much for being here with us. We just love you and love being able to be around your energy. Thank you. It's Especially always a joy midnight. to be here and to be with you. Yes, it is midnight for me. That is true. <laughs> and you're still awake with lots of energy. <laughs> well, I, I tend to go to bed around 1, so we're in good shape. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we appreciate it for sure. Is there any last thing you would like to share with our listeners tonight? I think the other thing that present moment has really helped me with is listening to what's being said just to hear it instead of so I know what to say next. I mean, I've heard mm-hmm. that over and over and over again, but as I've really tried to practice it, I have found it to be really amazingly powerful. If there's something I really think I absolutely must say, then I'll try to make a quick note about it and then come back to listening but I've been tutoring some third and fourth graders. And even with them, it's really powerful if I listen to what they are saying and not what I think they're about to say or how I should respond. Just listen. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. Because I know how it feels to have someone assume they know what I'm talking about and not. So I definitely want to be able to do that for others. Mhm. Yeah, love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you again. <laughs> well, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to Fearless Living. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and we'd love for you to go there and check out all of the things that we have coming up. 
This Wednesday, we have a one-hour complimentary workshop at 5.30 Pacific that we would love to have you attend. It is our sneak peek into uh, Change Your Life, the workshop we do called Change Your Life. And we're going to be talking about acknowledgments. And they are a great tool to use to build your build and boost your confidence and get you stepping into that stretch and risk zone more often. Um, we also have um, lots of information there that you can read up and all of our past episodes that you can go to and uh, find easily um, what you want to listen to. So we encourage you to go there and check it out. Um, we also are on social media everywhere as Fearless Generation. And make sure that you're in our Facebook group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. Um, everything is there for you, even uh, the wonderful Terry Talks that Terry does every weekday morning at 7 a.m. So make sure you are getting all that good stuff that we are giving out. Uh, we are excited to um, be doing step six, present moment, and we invite you all to stay present in your lives until next Monday. And until then, be fearless. Be fearless. Be fearless. Thanks, Sylvia. Thank you, ladies.